Hello and welcome to Morning Prayer at St. Paul's Lutheran Church in Edison, New Jersey. Today is the Saturday after Holy Trinity. Now we've entered the season after Pentecost. It's also called Ordinary Time. And our Gospel readings each week will place us alongside Jesus and his disciples as we follow Jesus and witness all that he says and does. This week we are reading a single Bible story and reflecting uh, each day on, a, on, on the Gospel in a little different way. Today we're going to read the story again, a Gospel reading that's assigned for uh, this weekend's uh, worship services. Uh, we'll read the story again and consider what life is like after we are changed by Jesus. We begin in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. O Lord, open my lips, and my mouth shall proclaim your praise. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Give glory to God, our light and our life. O come, let us worship and praise. Come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us shout for joy to the rock of our salvation. Let us come before God's presence with thanksgiving and raise a loud shout to the Lord with psalms. For you, Lord, are a great God and a great ruler above all gods. Come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us shout for joy to the rock of our salvation. In your hand are the caverns of the earth. The heights of the hills are also yours. The sea is yours, for you made it, and your hands have molded the dry land. Come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us shout for joy to the rock of our salvation. Come, let us worship and bow down. Let us kneel before the Lord, our Maker. For the Lord is our God, and we are the people of God's pasture and the sheep of God's hand. Come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us shout for joy to the rock of our salvation. Long ago, God spoke to our ancestors in many and various ways by the prophets, but in these last days, God has spoken to us by a son. A reading from Luke chapter 8, beginning this morning at verse 26. Then Jesus and the disciples arrived at the region of the Gerasenes, which is opposite Galilee. As he stepped out on shore, a man from the city who had demons met him. For a long time he had not worn any clothes, and he did not live in a house but in the tombs. When he saw Jesus, he cried out, and he fell down before him, shouting, What have you to do with me, Jesus, Son of the Most High God? I beg you, do not torment me. For Jesus had commanded the unclean spirits to come out of the man. For many times it had seized him. He was kept under guard and bound with chains and shackles. But he would break the bonds and be driven by the demons into the wilds. Jesus then asked him, What is your name? He said, Legion, for many demons had entered him. They begged him not to order them back into the abyss. Now there on the hillside, a large herd of swine was feeding, and the demons begged Jesus to let them enter these. So he gave them permission. Then the demons came out of the man and entered the swine, and the herd stampeded down the steep bank into the lake and was drowned. When the swineherds saw what had happened, they ran off and told it in the city and in the country. Then people came out to see what had happened, and when they came to Jesus, they found the man from whom the demons had gone out, sitting at the feet of Jesus, clothed and in his right mind, and they became frightened. <clears throat> 
Those who had seen it told them how the one who had been possessed by demons had been healed. Then the whole throng of people of surrounding region of the Gerasenes asked Jesus to leave them, for they were seized with great fear. So he got into the boat and he returned. The man from whom the demons had gone out begged him that he might be with him, but Jesus sent him away, saying, Return to your home and declare how much God has done for you. So he went away, proclaiming throughout the city how much Jesus had done for him. In just a couple of short phrases, we are told all that Jesus has done for this man. The demons are gone, and now he sits at Jesus' feet, clothed and in his right mind. If this man were to tell us himself what life was like now, he might say something like, for the first time in a long time, I know what it is like to be truly at peace. And I'll sit like a child sits on a mother's lap. And I see the world as God's world for the first time. That in and of itself would be enough to move us after the violent start that we found when we met this man. His head had been so full of demon voices. And now he was at peace and quiet near his Lord. What's more, though, is that each of those phrases is deep and full of meaning. To sit at Jesus' feet is to learn from him. Disciples sit at their master's feet and learn all that God has done for them. Now he was clothed when Adam and Eve sinned in the garden. What changed for them is that they saw their world now, and they saw themselves in it vulnerable and naked, and they sought to hide. When we are baptized, we put off the old clothes of the old Adam and the old Eve and and of this world, and we are raised to new life and now clothed with Christ in his love, his mercy, his forgiveness. Finally, to be in our right mind is to be a person who trusts in the Lord with all of our heart and all of our soul and all of our mind. And the wisdom that the Holy Spirit gives through faith is the key a clear and right thinking. This man is telling us all of that in these few words. The world as it is now for us and for this man is a world that has been set right by Jesus, a world where the demons have been cast out and we are free to worship the God who has created us and has now redeemed us. In Christ now we can see a vision for what will yet be for all, for the whole creation. We have experienced it in ourselves. We participate in it now. But its fullness is yet to come. And so while this man's story comes to a resolution that is filled with new life uh, and God's joy, something like a happy ending, it is also a story that looks forward to, most likely, a new kind of suffering. He bears witness to the goodness and love of God, in a land and among a people who are telling stories of how Jesus has upset their world. He is declaring all that has God has done for him and how good and gracious it is in a region that fears him now more than ever, fears him more now than when he was a wild man, fears him because he is a follower of the one that they sent away in terror because he had threatened to change their life, too. Through his story, though, we have to believe that some did come to faith and trust in Jesus. 
but we also have to think that many ridiculed and mocked him. He most certainly suffered for what he was and for now what he had become, even though what he had become is nothing short of a beautiful child of God and heir of God's kingdom. And it is like that for us too. The fear of rejection, mockery, and ridicule keeps our stories bottles up and leads us to say silly things like our faith is really just a matter between me and God or it's something of my own as we try to hide it from others. But the truth of the matter is, is the good news of Jesus Christ is to be told in its story, its story which now has swept us up with it, ends with an invitation. Wouldn't you also like to be free? Wouldn't you also like to be in your right mind and to see this world and yourself as God will remake it to be made new in Jesus Christ? In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us. Blessed are you, Lord, the God of Israel. You have come to your people and set them free. You have raised up for us a mighty Savior born of the house of your servant David. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us. Through your holy prophets, you promised of old to save us from our enemies, from the hands of all who hate us, to show mercy to our forebears and to remember your holy covenant. This was the oath you swore to our father Abraham, to set us free from the hands of our enemies, free to worship you without fear, holy and righteous before you all the days of our life. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us. And you, child, shall be called the prophet of the Most High, for you will go before the Lord to prepare the way, to give God's people knowledge of salvation by the forgiveness of their sins. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us, to shine on those who dwell in darkness and the shadow of death, and to guide our feet into a way of peace. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us. The Lord be with you. Let us pray. Mighty God of mercy, we thank you for the resurrection dawn, bringing the glory of our risen Lord, who makes every day new. Especially we thank you for the sustaining goodness of your creation, for the new creation in Christ and all gifts of healing and forgiveness, for the communion of faith in your church, for the gift of relationships with others. Merciful God of might, renew this weary world. Heal the hurts of all of your children and bring about your peace for all in Christ Jesus, the living Lord. Especially we pray for the Church of Jesus Christ in every land, for the people, the ministries, the leaders of St. Paul's Lutheran Church in Edison, for those who govern the nations of the world, for people in countries ravaged by strife or warfare, for all those who are sick, for those who are dying and for those who tend to and care for them. For the mourning, for those who are in prison, for all who work for peace and international harmony, for all who strive to save the earth from carelessness and destruction. For who else? For what else do we pray today? We give thanks to you, Heavenly Father, through Jesus Christ, your dear Son, that you have protected us through the night from all harm and danger. We ask that you would also protect us today from sin and all evil, so that our life and actions may please you. 
Into your hands we commend ourselves, our bodies, our souls, and all that is ours. Let your holy angels be with us, so that the wicked foe may have no power over us. Amen. Lord, remember us in your kingdom and teach us to pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. Let us bless the Lord. Thanks be to God. Almighty God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, bless you now and forever. Amen. Go forth into the world to serve God with gladness. Be of good courage. Hold fast to that which is good. Render to no one evil for evil. Strengthen the faint-hearted. Support the weak. Help the afflicted. Honor all people. Love and serve God, rejoicing in the power of the Holy Spirit. Thanks be to God.